Welcome to the Vince Del Monte Podcast Show, where each week we bring you the raw and real experiences, lessons, and timeless principles every man needs to master the five M's of manhood. By sharing conversations with the world's most successful people pursuing the five M's, you'll build muscle faster, achieve a winner's mindset, increase your money, dominate your mission, and go the distance with your marriage. My name is Vince Del Monte, entrepreneur, author, pro fitness model, and father. And I've helped tens of thousands of men transform their bodies and lives through muscle, entrepreneurship, and personal development. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. Hey, welcome back everyone to the Vince Del Monte podcast. I'm with the one and only, the living legend himself, Corby Waters. And uh, yes, no, he's right there. He's looking over his shoulder. <laughs> Corby Waters, the head coach of the Seven Figure Mastermind, who's also my uh, new business partner with the Elite One-on-One Coaching Program, specifically for uh, coaches that want to scale to over a million dollars without sacrificing their soul and want better systems to do so. So we're going to talk about how to build a business that serves you today and that doesn't suffocate you. And I'm really excited about this. I think one of the big themes that's shown up on our show and with our members is they all know they're going to get to the next income level, 20K months, 50K months. I mean, just heck, recently, uh, one of our coaching clients, Corby, that I'm going to go have dinner with tonight, did over a million dollars in the last eight months. Um, She hasn't... uh, announced it yet in the group because she's in the zone and uh another one of our members uh charlie which uh i think we just shared this did seven figures in seven months and we've got i think over almost a dozen members on seven figure run rates it's it's pretty spectacular how many members are doing like over 100k months now and these aren't people that just came out of the woodwork they're people that have been in our program for a while and have built step-by-step. And I think one of the things that gives me the most pride is that they're in good shape. Like their fitness isn't suffering. Uh, they're in great spirits. Have they suffered? Have they gone through struggles? Of course, but they're, they're really trying to build this business in a way that doesn't suffocate them in the process. Mm -hmm. Because then again, what was the point? And, uh, let's talk about this Corbs. Why was this something you wanted to chat about? How to build a business that serves you. Like, what does that even mean? What does that look like for somebody who feels like they're burning the candle at both ends and there's no escape? Well, uh, let's think about it. When you think of the word serve, right? What does that mean? Like it it gives you something back other than Mm -hmm. just money, right? So you want it to serve you, make you feel good about yourself, make you feel good about changing people's lives. People think too much about the money at the end, but if you serve enough people, the money usually takes care of itself, right? But in that process, instead of serving, letting the business serve you, you're chasing the money. So it starts to suffocate you. So Mm. in our last podcast, we talked about boundaries. You start to work harder and longer and longer and longer and longer. But you don't necessarily see the increase in returns a lot of times because you have to be focused in your actions. Uh, Your buddy Dave Ruel wrote a book called Done by Noon, right? And, you know, uh, Craig is a real big proponent of, you know, the productive work week. And the interesting thing about both of those books, after reading both of those books is one thing. They're super clear on making, designing their schedule so that their businesses serve them as a function of their life, not as the end all to be all. So what happens is in my humble opinion, I could be wrong, but I doubt it. Your business is generally suffocating you when you're trying to do too much serving and not creating it so it can serve you. So I give you a perfect example. John, 
I want to say his last name because he had released this to the public, but he was, and when I say this, I mean this respectfully for the people listening. Um, he was stuck at 35, 40,000 a month. Now, it's hard to say somebody's actually stuck making 35 grand a month. That's a lot of money. When we met him, when he joined the mastermind, he was stuck at five to 7K a month. Yeah. So let's see, we've watched him get stuck at different levels. I just like to give everyone the full timeline. Yep. Yeah. So he's stuck at 35. He's, he's working harder and harder. He says, Corbett, I can't get it to move. And then he has some changes in his family structure, you know, and he had to make it work, right? Clarity. So he figured out a way, let me start doing less and focus on the end result more. So by doing less, he tripled his income in 90 days. That's tripled his, yeah, he tripled his income by doing less. Yeah, and it's funny because I've, I've, you know, I shared that with uh, me traveling through Tennessee. June was a big month and it was, uh, I worked three days a week. Let's talk, stay on John though. Like, like when you're suffocating, what does that come from? It's like, you can't breathe. Like something's holding you down. So like there's pressure, right? If I'm thinking of picturing somebody suffocating, I'm tied down. Like something, someone has something around my head. Like I cannot escape. So this is typically self-inflicted. Yeah, it's always self-inflicted. <laughs> so, so where does that self-inflict? Like, why would you, why in the world, that's probably one of the most excruciating deaths. Why would you want to suffocate yourself? Uh, right. <laughs> because you figure if, if I can, it's, it's like lifting weights. It's progressive overload works great with building your muscles, but it doesn't work in your life. Hmm. Because there's literally a limit to how much you can do in your life. And there's an upper limit. And then like below that upper limit, you need to get to the limit. You don't want to focus on being at the upper limit of your energy expenditure all the time. That's when it starts to suffocate you because you're always constantly never ending thinking about business. You can't disconnect. That's how you know it's starting to suffocate. Because I can feel a lot of times when I talk to clients, especially in the seven-figure mastermind, I can hear it in their voice that they're pressing. So I know that clients can hear it. If I can hear it, and I'm just talking to you about regular stuff, I can hear yeah. that press and that fear in their voice. Like, Corby, this is how it starts. Hey, Corby, how you doing? I'm like, wow, it doesn't sound normal. Uh, what's going on? I don't have any sales this month. They, that's, that's, they, they didn't talk about creating no value. They didn't talk about their polls. They didn't talk about none of that. Immediately, it's like, I didn't make any sales this month. What do I do? Huh. Then I say, well, let's take a look at what's going on in your business. And then we take a look and you immediately hear them start to rattle off all this stuff they're doing. Huh. And that's not the issue, Vince. It's who they're being. Hmm. See, the person you're being will attract and repel people because if I feel like you're scared, I'm going to be scared. So hmm. always, my, my favorite example of this is if you go to a house and somebody owns a dog, if you're not scared of dogs, that dog's going to like you. If you're terrified of dogs, the dog's going to stay away from you or bark at you because dogs don't speak English or Italian or Croatian or anything. They, they feel your vibration and your energy. So your energy, people don't understand, goes through the phone too. They can oh. feel that. That's great. That's, that's really good. I called you up and said, like, hey, Vince, man, we need to talk. And you was on date night and you picked up the phone and said, hey, Vince, we need to talk. I 100% expect you to go, hey, Flav, it must be important. Because Corby never sounds like this. What's going on? She'll let you talk to me. Because that doesn't sound like my normal, the way I am. Something must have happened. So you can immediately pick that up. And they don't get that when they do their posts, when they do their lives, when they're sharing their stuff. People can feel you pressing. 
Mm. So that's how it's going to start to suffocate you because the deeper it gets, the more you press. The deeper it gets, the more you press. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's interesting. So it's like a whole theme of letting go. So how, yeah, how do you, go. it's letting go and being. So it's almost like, you know, you talked about, yeah, um, you know, pressing. It's like when you're desperate for a girl, like that's when everything that's when you polarize because they're like, this guy's desperate. Yeah. <laughs> Why is this guy so desperate? Does he not have anything else going on in his life? Right. That's in the, the book uh, from David Data, The uh, Way of the Superior Man. And it talks a lot about how the guy that is in a room and he's not checking out every girl. Like, why is he not looking at every other p- person in the room like all these other guys? Well, because he's focused on a conversation. He's focused on the person in front of him. It means he's probably a, a very purposeful and intentional person. That's attractive. Yeah. So it's like, how do you become somebody that people want to be around? You be present. And yeah. I think this kind of ties this up because like when you're present, Corby, if you're present in every single situation, in your life and something doesn't go as planned could you live with yourself yes because i did my best at that time exactly yeah but i think you see what i'm saying and then if you're showing up as your best self and offering value and you're preparing for your lives you're preparing your content you're preparing like you know like you're not just hoping something works because you just flipped the uh, live button or you just you know clicked you know post or whatever if you don't get the response you want, you're not going to be defeated because you're like, all right, well, let's get some feedback that didn't work, but you're not going to internalize it and start thinking that there's, you know, something wrong with you. It's just like, no, I, I was fully present when I did that research, etc. And I think that's what people are missing. Uh, when you, when you're not present, then you create this unnecessary pressure and it's that pressure that suffocates you. Mm-hmm. But, and, and, and when you're creating this pressure, you're trying to maybe go at a pace that you can't sustain, Yeah. right? The pressure's so great. Maybe you're, maybe you're trying to skip a few steps. Like it should feel uncomfortable. I like kind of a hunger analogy when you're trying to get lean Corby, there's two distinctions. There's tolerable hunger and there's intolerable hunger. Tolerable hunger is good. Mm-hmm. Untolerable hunger is bad. That means you're in starvation mode. It means that you're in a severe caloric deficit. What you want to be in is in a slight calorie deficit. Tolerable hunger is just a sign that you're surrendering body fat. That's really good. Like that's a, that's a, a sign like, hey, good job, keep it up. You're in the right spot. Intolerable hunger, where you want to go raid the cookie jar, that means you've gone beyond. Your limits. You're creating a pressure that's not sustainable. Mm. You're gonna cave. You're gonna cheat on your diet. You're gonna crash, feel bad, and then you know eventually quit the diet. So I think what we're talking about here, how to create a business that serves you, not suffocates you, comes a lot back to the the amount of pressure you put on yourself. There's some type of pressure. If it's from a massage therapist, that pressure can heal you. That can help you. But then there's certain types of pressure. If it's from a, you know, Croft McGraw guy who's looking to take you out, he applies the pressure to a certain spot. You could be dead. (laughs) So there's two types of pressure, good pressure that helps and heals. And then there's pressure that can kill. I think we need to make sure that we're not applying a level of pressure that you're not prepared for. 
Yeah. Pressure can bust pipes or it can move a locomotive. It's the same pressure. Hmm. It's interesting. That's how you channel it, right? <laughs> I like that. So let's kind of, you know, bring this home, like, you know, practical insights on somebody's building their business, you know, they're getting started or maybe, you know, they're even further along and now they're stuck at, they didn't realize it was going to be this much, you know, in, you know, uh, maybe involvement, infrastructure and communication and reporting and accountability to build a sales team or to, you know, just to build a team of coaches. Like, well, I thought you just hire them and then they do it. And then everything runs smoothly. Uh, no, <laughs> I wish it was that easy. No, there's expectations, there's reviews, there's a whole roles and responsibilities, there's deliverables and timelines and meetings. It's like, no, you're working with humans. Like this is going to take you longer than you anticipate. Yeah. So then people get stuck because they're like, oh, but they put so much pressure on themselves to build their whole team in three months. It's like, so what's the simple solution? Well, it's, it's three steps, in my opinion. One, tackle one problem at a time. Hmm. One. Because if, you, if let's say, especially for the solopreneurs who's going to listen to this podcast, if you tackle one problem a quarter and fix it, you don't have to tackle that same problem next quarter. But if you fix right. three problems in one quarter and it's just you, you're probably going to have three problems the next quarter. Hmm. So as your buddy Nick always says, uh, slow is smooth and smooth is fast, right? So you fix one thing. Second thing you want to do is you want to trust but verify. Move, move along the project and then verify that what you did so far is correct. It's just like in math, always check your work, right? Hmm. Even though it's yourself, you got to check to make sure that system that you're setting up is correct hmm. and the third thing you got to do is um take a step back and look at it from a, a higher view advantage point oh i like that how is this going to organically affect affect everything i'm trying to do then once you do those three things that's going to help you one project measure it on a consistent basis and step back to see the overall progress of the of the, the change that's going to keep you from suffocating because you can see measurable process if I always compare myself to, let's say, uh, Dan Sullivan, who's like the you know king of this coaching thing, right? Yeah. He's doing like 40 million bucks. If I'm always comparing myself to Dan, I'm, I'm never going to feel successful. But mm. if I say, if I compare myself to Corby as a coach 36 months ago to Corby now, Corby's doing all right, right? <laughs> you mm. know? Yeah. But I, I still could see way over here in the distance. I got my next mental milestone I'm going for. But you always got to see where you come from to where you are. And then you got to yeah. look from where you are to where you want to be. That, that, that keeps you in a, a good frame. So uh, the old church people used to say it this way. And this to make it all make sense. I'm not where I want to be, but I ain't where I used to be. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That's good. I think that's so important, too. Like, you can apply this to every area of your life you know in the gym maybe you're going really slow to lose weight and you know you want to get even leaner i remember when i got it's funny when i got lean i went through this process of losing half a pound per week and then when i got there i was unsatisfied because i started comparing myself to guys who are leaner but i forgot to celebrate that i'd never stay that lean that i was for as long as i had I'm like, okay, so now I'm now I'm getting stressed out about wanting to be as lean as those two guys. But I've been this lean. I've never been this lean ever in my life for over a year at a time. And I forgot to celebrate that. 
So I think it's really important to step back. Like you fixed the problem. Like I now know how to stay lean. I've got to go slow. I got to avoid the desserts, the appetizers, and it's just two glasses of wine, not two bottles of wine. It's like, I I learned those things. That's like valuable information that I learned. It's kind of like just opening doors. You learn which door, uh, you know, this door takes you to this path. That door slams in your face. Okay, cool. Not going to go down that door again. But it's again, the more doors you're willing to open, the more doors you figure out which ones take you to your destination and which ones were the wrong tries. It's, It's just constantly having that mindset and then having confidence in knowing that you could repeat that process or you could continue to maintain what you've built. That's in my mind, a business that serves you because now, you know, what used to be like a big month, it's a, just an average month. That's something to celebrate. And we've got systems and people to maintain that. And I got to take pride in that. So I think, yeah, it really is, you know, a quote I put on my, Insta, uh, my Facebook the other day is, um, you know, everyone wants to be successful and take the escalator, but you know, true successful people know you can only take the stairs. There's no, there's no shortcuts. That's what that quote basically means. There's no shortcuts. If you want to get somewhere worth going, you've got to take the stairs and the stairs is slow. <laughs> the stairs is slow. The stairs is slow and it's painful. It's not fun like the escalator or the elevator. But guess what? Uh, you'll know every single step to repeat it in the future. And because it was way harder to get to, guess what? You're, gonna, you're not going to give up what you gained too easily as opposed to just ejecting you to the top of the building. Well, yeah, you're not going to be too inclined to fight to stay there because you didn't earn it. So I think that... I think that's a big part about, you know, building a business that serves you. There's a sense of pride in what you're doing and you're not in a rush to do it because it's not worth being suffocated in the process because you're not finding your identity and just getting there. You're finding your identity and doing it in a way that doesn't kill you in the process. There's something, that's something to be proud of. That's something to be proud of. And I don't think that gets recognition enough because it's just like, you know, Anyways, yeah, it's, it's just the guys that, that are very, very top that get recognized, but like you don't know what they what they suffered or they sacrificed, and it might have not been good things that they they suffered or sacrificed in order to get there. So, who to say who's to say they're actually a winner? And so I think it's really that's another podcast that you be careful who you're comparing yourself to, because that's sometimes that can create a lot of unnecessary pressure too. Yeah, absolutely. We could talk about status and ego one day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Any final thoughts? I think we're good on this one. Yeah, I think I think you hit all the points. Uh, you know, we're already at the top of the mountain. I'm not going to jump off. I'll let you bring it home. Yeah. Well, hey, listen, everybody. Uh, we, we're hoping that you're getting lots of value from these podcasts. If you are, please share them on your social stories. Take a screenshot, tag me, and uh, we'll get them reshared out there with others who are trying to build a business that serves them. And that doesn't suffocate them in the process. And what happens if, you know, if you're the leader of the family, speaking to men here, and you're getting suffocated, guess who else is going to get suffocated? Your wife and your kids, because you're not that strong pillar for them to lean on. If you can't breathe, you know, what good are you to them? So this this is the way the devil works. He takes out the man. 
he doesn't have to take out the wife and the kids. If he can take out the man, then everybody goes down too. So just realize like there's a consequence to not building this business at a pace that you can sustain. It's, pre- it's the pressure that can kill, not that pressure that can heal and help. So uh, choose like your enthusiastics. choose your mentors wisely. You know, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of guys out there who've got bigger businesses, you know, than me, but there's stuff going on behind the scenes that might've resulted in that. You just have to choose your mentors wisely. Don't just look at maybe one area of their life. I think it's important to look at all areas of their life because they're going to give you strategies and tactics that move them at a pace that you have to ask yourself, am I willing to go that fast? Or that high. It's just something to think about. So Mm -hmm. anyways, if you like what we're talking about here today, you'll fit right into our world, seven figure mastermind or elite one-on-one coaching. So send uh, me a message if you're ready right now to explore your options on getting mentorship, getting coaching uh, with Corby and I and our incredible team. Our coaching roster is growing. We've just brought on four new coaches, which is pretty amazing. I should tell you something. And, um, you'll be fully supported and send me a message on Instagram at Vince Del Monte with the word dominate or Facebook with the word crush it. And we'll have a little conversation and uh, see how we can support your vision in the rest of 2021 and get you geared up for a massive 2022. Can't believe I just said that. And that's it for this episode. If you want to hang out with more serious online fitness coaches who are starting, growing, or scaling profitable online fitness businesses, then you're going to want to head on over to vincedelmonte.ca forward slash group, where I do a free weekly training on the smartest and easiest way to build a high ticket fitness empire in less time. This is my free Facebook group, and this is where all the deep dive amazing, instantly implementable advice gets dropped that you're not going to want to miss. And thank you for listening to the Vince Del Monte podcast. And if you're getting value from this show, please subscribe and leave a five-star review over on iTunes. And if you'd like to get yourself three free samples of the world's only all-day energy pre-workout preload, leave a review on iTunes screenshot it and send it to my blue verified account on Instagram. All you got to do is go to at Vince Del Monte, send it on over. We'll get your address and we'll ship three free samples to your front door to give you all day energy. Just as a little token of my appreciation for supporting the show and getting the word out there. We'll see you next time.